Welcome to the Dinner Than Dessert podcast. Today we're going to be talking about baked mac and cheese. One of our favorite recipes for basically every season of the year. We love it for holidays, for summer, for potlucks, for office gatherings, and for weeknight meals. This recipe is a favorite of everybody because there isn't a single person in this world who doesn't love mac and cheese. And with our mac and cheese, we have cheese throughout the dish and it's topped with extra cheese when it's baked so it comes out extra cheesy. It is comfort food at its finest. The cheese sauce is made with a sharp cheddar cheese. It has freshly shredded cheese in the sauce and we only use the pre-shredded variety as a topping, which means you have the creamiest, best mac and cheese recipe in the world that would make any Southern cook proud. And if you wanna know what to serve with this mac and cheese, we love serving it with my super crispy fried chicken or oven fried chicken and KFC potato wedges. That KFC potato wedges recipe that's on the site is actually a dark horse favorite on the site. You wouldn't think that it would be one of the most popular recipes, but the seasoning mix that we use is so popular that people have been emailing me telling me they use that mix on everything. It is delicious. You don't have to use it just on potato wedges. We've had it on roasted broccoli. We've had it on all different ingredients. I highly suggest going to dinnerthendessert.com and looking up KFC potato wedges just for that seasoning mix. Okay, let's come back to the mac and cheese recipe though. It's easy, cheesy, creamy, and perfect for potlucks or holidays or barbecues. It can also be adapted in so many ways. You're gonna to wanna to make it every week. So how long do we bake this mac and cheese for? We typically bake it for about a half an hour in the oven at 350 degrees. The egg helps to set the milk and cheese mixture. And if you aren't using an egg, you will be needing a little bit of additional cook time, possibly from 45 minutes up to an hour. When it comes to which cheeses are best for mac and cheese, we use a sharp cheddar, jack cheese, pepper jack cheese, mozzarella, and gouda. Adding a harder cheese like Parmesan will make it a little bit grainier mac and cheese filling. So anything that's processed like Velveeta or American are popular options as well to create more of a creamy filling. If you'd like to make mac and cheese in a slow cooker, you absolutely can. Go to dinner then dessert and look up slow cooker mac and cheese. That is one of our most popular slow cooker recipes. If you'd like to make it on the stove top, go to Dinner Then Dessert and look up super creamy macaroni and cheese. That is an incredibly popular recipe. And if you are a huge fan of Boston Market's mac and cheese, we have that copycat recipe on the site. So go to Dinner Then Dessert and look up Boston Market mac and cheese copycat. Some frequently asked questions that we get about baked mac and cheese. Do you cover baked mac and cheese with foil? No, you do not cover it with foil as it will steam inside instead of giving it the baked texture. What toppings can you put on baked mac and cheese? We well, have a good buttered panko or buttered Ritz cracker topping. You melt the butter in your skillet, then toast the panko or Ritz crackers in the melted butter until it's slightly toasted. Can you skip adding the egg? Yes, like we said a little bit earlier. If you wanna skip the egg, you can. Just either cook the milk mixture for an additional five minutes or bake the macaroni for an additional 15 to 20 minutes. Can you skip the powdered mustard or can you substitute regular mustard? Honestly, I probably wouldn't do either. Skipping the powdered mustard removes a dimension of flavor that you might not immediately recognize because you wouldn't be able to single out that, hey, the mustard is missing, but you will notice that it doesn't taste as good. It's not a mustard flavor that you're going to taste in your mac and cheese. It's just a depth of flavor. Can you eat this baked mac and cheese without baking it? If you want to enjoy the mac and cheese without baking it, do not put the egg in it. I'd at least still cover it with the remaining cheddar cheese and broil it under the broiler for a couple of minutes to melt the cheddar. Also, be prepared to cook the milk mixture an extra six to eight minutes to account for the lack of baking. Can I use pre-shredded cheddar cheese? I highly recommend against it for anything except the topping. Pre-shredded cheddar has added ingredients in it that help to prevent it from sticking together. 
This actually also creates a less smooth and creamy texture to your macaroni and cheese filling. So buy the block and just bring out that box grater and watch your knuckles. Why do you rinse the pasta? I rinse the pasta in this recipe to remove the starchy coating that is in the pasta water. We don't need any help in thickening our cheese mixture. I also let the pasta cool because using hot pasta is like adding a sponge to your mixture. Freshly cooked pasta finished in sauce is generally so delicious because hot pasta likes to soak up any liquids it can. We don't need any of our liquids disappearing in this faster than we want it to, so cold rinsed pasta is going to be best for us in this recipe. I just highly recommend the first time you guys make this mac and cheese, make it exactly as it's written in the recipe because honestly, it's the best homemade mac and cheese ever. The next time you want to make it, I have lots of different flavor ideas for you with some new ingredients. You can even mix up the shapes to keep things fresh. I mean, whoever said elbow pasta has the market cornered on baked macaroni, I, I can't vouch for that. Here's some other options that you can do to mix in. Bacon, I mean, this is dinner than dessert. It wouldn't be dinner than dessert without bacon. Jalapeno popper mac and cheese is a really popular option I used to use for clients. You can either use fresh jalapenos or pickled jalapenos, bacon and eight ounces of cream cheese cut into larger cubes and dotted on top. Tex-Mex mac and cheese, swap out mozzarella for pepper jack, add in a can of diced chilies, four ounces will work, and roasted corn. I actually really like the Trader Joe's roasted corn that's in their freezer section. That's a really fun option because it also has a little bit of char on it. Also add in a half a teaspoon more of cayenne powder, two teaspoons of cumin, and two teaspoons of chili powder. Italian mac and cheese. Add in one teaspoon of dried oregano, one teaspoon of dried basil, and minced garlic, I like three cloves, to the butter mixture in the beginning. Swap the cheddar cheese for white cheddar cheese and top with shredded Parmesan cheese in addition to white cheddar cheese. Let's talk about how to make this delicious macaroni. First, you're gonna preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Shred your cheeses, which are four ounces of mozzarella cheese and four ounces of Monterey Jack cheese and 12 ounces of sharp cheddar cheese, keeping two cups of the cheddar off to the side for the topping. Cook the pasta, which is one pound of elbow macaroni, two minutes shy of the instructions. Rinse and let cool. We don't want the extra starch of the water making the mac and cheese too thick, remember. Add the butter, which is half a cup of unsalted butter, to the large stock pot and melt on medium-low heat. Add the flour, which is a half a cup of all-purpose flour, mustard, which is two teaspoons of powdered mustard, cayenne, which is a half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, and paprika, one teaspoon of paprika, and whisk together until fully combined. Cook for an additional 15 seconds. Add the milk, which is six cups of milk. I use whole milk. We're making baked mac and cheese. This is not a low-fat recipe, so I stick to whole milk. If what you have on hand is a low-fat milk, that's fine too. I would not use anything lower than 2% milk though. Slowly whisking to keep the mixture well combined. Add in the salt and pepper. I use two teaspoons of kosher salt and a half a teaspoon of coarse ground black pepper. And whisk well for about five minutes. Turn off the heat at this point. Remove one cup of the milk mixture and let it cool for three to five minutes in the refrigerator in a larger glass measuring cup or mixing bowl. Add the egg to the cooled milk and whisk it well until fully combined. You're using just one egg. Turn the heat on the pot back onto medium low. Slowly pour the egg and milk mixture back into the rest of the milk while whisking very well. Add in the Monterey Jack, mozzarella, and one cup of the sharp cheddar and whisk until combined. Add the cooled macaroni back into the pot and toss with the cheese sauce. Pour into a 9 by 13 baking dish and top with the remaining two cups of shredded cheddar cheese and bake for 30 minutes. Make sure that you bake this dish uncovered. If you bake it covered, it will steam. 
And just to make a note, the reason that we are removing one cup of the milk in cooking is because removing it allows the milk to cool a little bit. And then when we add in the egg, it allows us to temper the egg, which makes sure that the egg doesn't cook. If you add the egg directly into your milk mixture while you're cooking, you will make scrambled eggs in your milk and it will not allow you to temper the egg improperly. So please do not add the egg directly into your hot milk that's on the stovetop. If you made this baked mac and cheese, please be sure to come back and leave a comment for us on the blog. If you've taken a picture and you want to share it online, please be sure to tag us on Facebook and Instagram at hashtag dinner then dessert. I'd love to hear how it turns out for you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.